I was in a store this past week, and yes, Christmas songs were playing. And I heard one that kind of used to creep me out when I was little. Maybe it did you as well. I'm sure you know it. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good, for goodness sake. <clears throat> Making his list, checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and who's nice. Now that's, that's creepy, you got to admit. If it's not creepy, it's a little, it's awfully judgy, I would say, at the very least, right? Um, and yet, how it is, the fact that so many of us with such glee can sing that song, uh, with such joy in our hearts, uh, uh, with no problem at all, at all with the idea of Santa there sitting in judgment over us. But if we put God or Jesus uh, in that seat, it's a whole different story, right? We don't sing that song with any joy or glee. That makes us really nervous. Uh, this is an appropriate subject for this first Sunday of Advent uh, because although when most of us think of this season of Advent, this time of the year, we think about celebrating a past event. We think about uh, remembering Jesus' birth, the first coming of God in the flesh to the earth. But Advent itself as a season, from a liturgical year standpoint, uh, is, actually, uh, is actually about and began as a means for Christians to focus on the second coming. Now, this is something that we good, progressive, little, liberal, mainline Protestants hardly ever talk about and have ha hardly ever talked about for many, 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 many years. Uh, we like the idea of love coming down at Christmas, but Christ coming again to be our judge, that's not one something we like to think about very much. But today I'd like us to reflect on that a bit. Because if we would act differently today, if we really believe that Jesus was coming tomorrow, then maybe we should re-examine what we're doing. Because you just never know. That's what the scriptures tell us. Jesus said, as we hear in that 21st chapter of Luke, that there would be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth, distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves and presidential tweets. Wait a second, that doesn't say that. Um, the, uh, sorry, that's not a part of that scripture. Environmental report. No, that's not a part of that scripture either, environmental reports. Um, People will faint from fear. It does say that. People will faint from fear. But despite how obvious these signs, it's interesting what Jesus sort of gets to at the end of that little story.
story he tells. He says toward the end of this passage we have, that Kathy read for us earlier, that we should not only think about these signs outside ourselves, we should think about watching ourselves. Looking at the signs of our individual lives. To watch where we, uh, you and I, are going. To watch where we're going. You know, and this has always been a challenge for me. I have historically been very good at being clumsy. I'm always walking into things. I'm always tripping over things. I'm always spilling things. In fact, at the hospital yesterday with my brother, that became a topic of conversation like it often is at, uh, in my, when my family gets together. Um, so physically, we have a hard time, uh, I think, when we're called to sort of watch where we're going. But I think emotionally and spiritually, it also is a challenge for us. What we're called to do is first and foremost is to look at the signs in our own life. To look at the signs in your own life. To see whether we clumsily and distractedly are walking through life without purpose, without faith-filled vision that sets our life on the right course because we're told in the scriptures we need to be on guard. We need to be alert. We need to better watch out. Better not... Wait a second, that's not the scriptures. That's the other thing. But we should. We're called to watch out. I'm telling you why. Because even more than Santa, Jesus, I believe, does know what we're doing, does know when we're sleeping, does know when we are awake and alert to what's happening in our own lives and in the world around us. And therefore, we need, as Paul wrote... In that letter, his first letter to the Thessalonians, we need to have our hearts strengthened so that our love for one another and for all may increase and abound, may overflow, so that when God is watching, God likes what God sees. Because the reality is, we live in a world that is filled with too much hate and too much division too much disconnect and too much isolation and we can talk about those things a lot but during Advent it's good to reflect and look into our lives and ask ourselves are there signs of these things in our own lives and if there is we need to change course I remember reading a story once of this Navy ship that, was, that spotted us a, a light in the distance that appeared to be heading straight for them. So they sent a radio message, unidentified ship, you're on a collision course, you need to change directions, 10 degrees starboard. The reply came back, no, you need to change directions. So this ship sent a message again. This is a U.S. naval ship. Change directions, 10 degrees starboard. Once again, a reply came back. It's impossible. We cannot do it. You change directions. So the admiral was awoken that was in this ship, and yet another message was sent. This is a naval ship on official maneuvers. You are ordered to change directions. Signed, John Peacock, Admiral. A moment of tension passed and finally came to reply which simply said 
No. You change directions. Signed, Sam Nedick, Keeper of the Lighthouse. <laughs> Often, as we see our life in the clear light of God's love, we need to change course before we end up crashing into something we don't want to crash into. Perhaps at times we spend too much of our energy, emotional and otherwise, analyzing the signs of our times by looking at others. And there's a lot to look at in this world we live in. At what others are doing. But perhaps there are times, and maybe Advent is one of them, when we need to think about what do the signs point to in our own life? What do the signs point to in your lives? How is the course that you have set for yourself? The message for today is don't wait for tomorrow to begin this time of reflection because the reality is Jesus is alive today. That's the message of Christmas and Easter and hopefully every Sunday of the year as you gather, we gather for worship. Heaven and earth may pass away, everything that you count on in life might change, but we, we need to stand on the, the gospel truth that God's Word made flesh through Jesus will never pass away. Because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. But we can know that it's a tomorrow that God holds in God's hands. And we can know that God knows all about us, that God knows all about you. And you know what? God's love in Jesus overwhelms whatever poor decisions you made in your life, whatever off-course challenges you find yourself, have found yourself in within your life. God knows every time you clumsily or distractedly, in metaphorical senses, found yourself tumbling or stumbling either because it was something you chose or something others chose. And in this case, just wait till your father comes home should not have that same ominous ring, at least it used to have for me when I was growing up. No matter what our struggle, God will come to us. God has come to us. God does come to us with good news that should not feel judgy, that should not make us afraid, but instead should inspire us not from fear, but because of who we know Jesus to be, a Savior who hung out with people just like us, and invited people just like us and invites us today to follow where he leads. What are the signs in your life?
that you are open to change. What are the signs in your life that you are letting God come alive in your daily life? Are they there? Will they be? As we share in a communion in a few moments, there's no better time to taste and feel the beauty of God's love for you and to know whatever path you're on, God is with you on that path. That God is alive for you today, asking you to look for those signs, trusting in that good news of great joy, of a Savior born for you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come before you on this morning and every day of our lives. Wanting to trust you. Wanting to be led by you. Wanting to know we are held by you. And if we have any question about, dear God, let us feel your light today. Let us know your promise today. And through that promise, in the midst of this journey that we're on, with patience and perseverance, open us up to the transforming power of your love and help us to respond to that promise with that same goodness and that same grace and with those, that same hope that you place within our hearts. We thank you, dear God, for the blessings of this church, for the blessings of this church family, and for the opportunity to journey together. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And now let's sing together on page 196 of your red hymnal, Come, Thou Long-Expected Jesus. Please stand if you are able.